What's up, everybody? This is episode one of Everyday Valor, where we discuss the reason why behind Everyday Valor and the responsibility of stewarding your story. Story. Everyday Valor. You have your host, Dr. Anthony Heilig. How you doing, Ant? Hey, what's up, Demetrius? What up, man? Then we have Dr. Maurice Yearwood. What's Sound up, man? Good. <laughs> what's going on, man? It's newly minted. Sound different, but appreciate it. Appreciate uh, it. What's up? Lastly, you have myself, Demetrius Thomas. Now, let's jump right into our discussion topic. When we think of what... What scares us, what's spooky about doing this podcast, Everyday Valor, you know, what is that practice to help you get over that as well is what comes to mind. But let's answer the question at hand. What scares you about Everyday Valor and doing this podcast? So, D, I think you kind of kicked this conversation off when you were talking about your guru comments, because what can be scary about something like this is the tendency to feel like you've got to have all the answers and have everything figured out and be able to see 20, 30, 40, 50 miles or years into the future to give the most mm-hmm. poignant advice or insight in the moment now. And that, that's not what it takes, I don't think. I think there there's value, there's mileage, and being able to transparently talk about your experience, to talk about your viewpoints, how you've synthesized, how you've comprehended and understand the things that uh, you're seeing on a daily basis and the conversations that you hear, that we can we can package this up and we can share it. And we don't necessarily have to be experts. We can just be people who genuinely want to help. And hopefully we can provide and add value to people's lives. So is that what scares so? Is that what scares you the most of the or? Yeah, it's it's it scares me because, number one. And and again, that was me talking to myself out loud. (laughs) So so what scares me is the tendency to feel like you don't know enough or you're not qualified or you're not certified to, to, to be in this place. And also, too, is the transparency that we're going to have to display actively to really be true to what we want to do with this project. Mm. Yeah, I think I think the thing that uh, scares me, and this and this sort of echoes what Ant just said, is I'd like to invest over the next year or two into our listeners, and what I'd like to invest is really what I know, and that kind of raises two issues. One, that means I'd have to be utterly transparent about my life, my experiences. So that kind of echoes some of um, Ant's, one of his points. And then the second thing, going back to what I just mentioned in terms of practices, this is literally practicing in front of people. Yeah. Essentially. And although my heart is full and I want to serve at the highest level, the reality is we may need to switch up the format here or there. I may need to drop off so that, you know, you two speak to someone who's qualified about about finance or, you know, coaching or or business or entrepreneurship. I may need, you know what I'm saying? So there's different things that will arise. And I'll have to deal with that on the fly, really in front of in front of people. And even if you ask me a question that, you know, stumps me back to what Ant said in terms of being qualified and really a friend of mine who recently got offered a fellowship and a, a very prestigious fellowship. Her biggest thing was I'm kind of scared about accepting it because of imposter syndrome. Yeah. 
Um, you know, you know what I mean? Like actually being found out that she's not good enough or she's not qualified enough. So all those things culminate to feeling a bit nervous, anxious, but really excited about everyday valor and being able to, as time goes on, get better, share and really add value. Yeah. Side, side note, we, we've got to really get into that name why we chose Everyday Valor too. It's interesting oh. because, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, I, was just, I thought you were going to segue into talking about what it means. <laughs> well, I had a, a lot of things I wanted to say. So Shoot. Yeah, go uh, ahead with it. Because I didn't answer the question. I wanted to answer it as well. Go right ahead. Go on. Go on. And, and it, the interesting thing, is, when I say that, it was a comment Mo said that triggered me. This constant theme of transparency as well. Part of that is the ego, right? Knowing when my ego is in play so that I can actively manage that and be more present. Mm. And this is this is the practice as well. When you are doing this in front of a lot of people, you have, you know, your ego, I'm sure, is high in terms of I want this to be on point, excellent. And a part of me, I have I have to remind myself that this is going to be a little a little ugly to start yeah. from last week having a mishap, not recording the actual conversation. I already know some changes and tweaks that I want to make just from, you know, our conversation, our conversation today. So not allowing that to paralyze us for adding value, because I believe we do have a lot of value and we can shine a light on a lot of different things that can create a place of healing, as we've talked about for a lot of different people and bring voices to a lot of different people. Mm -hmm. So that responsibility in itself is sometimes daunting when I look at it from a very wide perspective. That's what scares me right now. Yeah, actually, you know what? I'll, I'll just throw like my last piece on it. The other thing that is sort of scary and also exciting is when you like pick up a passion when you're a kid and get all excited, you don't really think about what's going to come of it at the end, which is like really awesome, right? Because that means you're really into it and whatever happens, happens. If you're six years old and you decide to start singing every day and then you sign a contract when you're 18 or 19 or 20, It's like, okay, I didn't really plan that, but this is beautiful. As an adult, when you have so many obligations as we, as each of us have, when you pick up and say, you know what, I want to love on people and serve them randomly every, you know, Saturday or every other Saturday, the thought is, well, where is this leading? What is this for? And that's scary, right? Because two, three years from now, you don't want to look back and be like, what in God's name was I actually doing? But I try to look at it again, kind of childlike in that. You know, it's something that I'm excited about, I'm passionate about, and to be honest, whatever happens, it's, it'll be worth it. And it's not a sense of making a whole bunch of money, big sponsors, or throwing out books, but actually being able to serve and just really enjoy each episode for what it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, yeah, it, and that's why, and I think that goes to Ant's point of why we chose Everyday Valor. It takes courage, right? It takes courage to take the time to pursue what you're passionate about, what excites you, because there's a lot of different things that are going on in each of our lives. And there is an opportunity cost with everything, right? As we look at it, like I look at it as a trade-off between spending time with my family or what have you. And those everyday decisions are what make people who they are, right? And it takes a very deliberate practice, everyday practice to really get to where you want to get to and pursue what you want to pursue. And that's how 
the name Everyday Valor came about. I'm about valor, and when I think of valor, I think it's the courage, the responsibility and duty that you have to pursue what you want to pursue, pursue your dreams, and you have to do that every day. Yeah, and, and also as as three black men, I, I see this also as understanding the courage that we have to muster up every day to go out in the world and to crush, right? Mm-hmm. So I love movies like Gladiator or Troy where you get to see this competitor, this warrior mindset and understanding what that means every single day. You get knocked down, you get back up and you run back to it. If you've mm-hmm. got friends in the military, they talk about is this couple of types of people in the world, right? Those people that are going to run towards the bump in the night and they're going those folks that are going to run away from it. And every day it's going to be scary things that you've got to you've got to conquer. You've got to slay the dragon. And that takes courage. That takes valor every single day. So you're going to battle. You're going to war. And what I'd like to think that we're doing is we're, we're helping to equip people with that that warrior mentality to go back and, and run up against the scary thing every single day. Well, Cardi B say get up 10. Fall down, fall down nine times. Got to get up ten, man. So, question I have for you. So, if you guys can like answer this, what gave you the courage to step into this 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 project, this passion known as Everyday Valor? Because you know, you guys have your your careers, you know, families and such that you have to look out for. And to be honest, we started these sessions. 2000 and early 2017 late yeah. 2016 so and yeah. now we're finally at this point so for 18 months we could have easily you know press record you know 16 17 months ago what gave you now the courage to kind of step into this uh, mar- margin in life for me I-, I think there there was other things that I needed to get done both personally and professionally and the timing wasn't right but I, I feel that the timing is right now and also just really manning up and accepting the stretch because it is a stretch. I I haven't done anything like this before, but also in addition to the stretch, understanding the responsibility of stewarding our stories well and, Mm. and stewarding your story means you got to share it. Mm. Yeah. That should be, that should be like the, the, uh, the, the episode title, man. (laughs) Yeah. Stewarding your story. And yourself, D? I feel the, a similar way in terms of that responsibility is me taking care of my family because you know as whatever role you play for particular people sometimes they're not able to see you outside of that role part of this is being able to allow people in my family to see me outside of the son cousin grandchild type role so it is showing my family, what I'm passionate about, why I spend time on the phone with two other guys every other week. Yeah, it's it's a it's a huge responsibility. And I don't think we as, you know, our community document enough of the work we do, all the things we do to help us and as Ant said, equip us with the skills and the fortitude to go and do what we do every day. Yeah, that responsibility is real. Yeah, I guess I can just echo both of you and say the same thing for myself. One thing that's really pushed me to get out of my comfort zone a little bit more and be transparent 
Um, what I do on Facebook is I try every other couple of weeks to do a little hashtag my honesty, which I promise myself to be more transparent and vulnerable. But the reality for me is, and this may be a little, a, a little bit too deep, but I'll just go quick, is when I think about my ancestors, our ancestors, and the individuals that came from those generations that had so much talent, passions, but could not actually express it because of the rules, laws, slavery, et cetera, et cetera, then. The fact that I now have the freedom to do exactly that, that kind of holds me accountable to say, you know what? My embarrassment, me being nervous that I may say the wrong thing or come off the wrong way or... That means nothing compared to the opportunity to actually be able to serve, especially when my ancestors couldn't. So that really gives me the courage to say, let's go out, let's do this. When I'm 70 or, or 80 years old or 80 years old, when I get to that point, you know, Lord willing, I'll be happy no matter what, because it comes from a place of love. And I think that right there is real. And it allows for this authenticity, if you will. You said it earlier, Mo, in terms of not worried about sponsored books or anything like that. That's not what we're doing here. It's about authentically connecting with folks. So thank you for sharing. That was real. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, and I'll just go back on, on this. And, and then, um, first of all, we, all three of us are normally laughing and joking around. This is kind of serious. But um, <laughs> I guess this is like a podcast, seriously. Uh, but one thing I always talk to people is like, listen, they're like, you know, you're a passion researcher. What have you seen? And blah, blah, blah. And my thing is like, I stopped actually doing passion research academically because I realized there are a lot of external forces which keep people from actually pursuing it after a certain age, actually just across all ages. And this is the paradigm that I see is whether or not the population that you're going to serve is more important than the embarrassment or preconceived notions that you have going into it. I would rather us talk about how, you know, Ant went through being valedictorian at all levels of his life educationally, being a Gates scholar, yourself, D, coming out of, you know, your background and getting into a prestigious university like Columbia, Ivy League, and then going on to earn a scholarship to do your MBA at UCLA in my own background in terms of D1 basketball. I'd rather us talk about and steward, be stewards of our story and help a small amount of people and with the with the potential or risk of looking crazy or weird to other people. I'm fine with that because the upside is being able to serve and help somebody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so I think, I think you know, for, for those that are listening, this whole stewards of your story is really important because if you've been in an abusive relationship, for example, and you have the passion or the excitement of writing a book, you have to think very careful that you're nervous about putting out your story and looking less than or someone who needs to read your book because they may be going through the same exact thing that you went through. Which one is more important? And I think that's what Everyday Val is all about. Yeah. And, and two, I think there, there's some bodies of research that talk about how we over-exaggerate negative outcomes. Mm. That's kind of like the default. And so to, 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 to paraphrase me, what, what I'm hearing you say, Mo, is we've got to understand that the reward is many, many magnitudes greater than any risk or danger we can perceive. But we tend to invert that. Mm -hmm. The reward is really small, but the risk or the danger is really, really, really big. And it's, and yep. it's not. Yep. Yeah. 
Yep, that's exactly what I'm saying. Great. Anyone else have anything to say on this topic? Uh, just, just to kind of, since this is the first one for for our, our listeners, just to, to make sure we communicate that we want to create a safe environment where a safe environment for us three where we can share, but also a safe environment to get feedback, get input from our listeners. And we, we're open to feedback. We want to know what, what you all want to hear, what's going well, what's not going well. And there aren't many places where you can have these open conversations. And we'd like this to be one of those venues. So, so please uh, feel welcome. Agreed. Great. Thanks for listening to Everyday Valor. Don't forget to rate us and leave us comments. We will use this information to improve our show. Thanks again for listening. And remember to live your everyday with courage, deliberateness, and passion. Live every day, valor. <laughs>